1: Hey guys, this is Liz. Um, I'm currently editing this week's episode and I wanted to include a trigger warning for this episode from about minute 43 to minute 60. Amelia and I start sharing a couple of personal stories relating to sexual assault. So if that is something that you're sensitive to, um, then I would recommend skipping that portion. Uh, but other than that, I hope you enjoy this episode. <laughs> okay, let's do an ASMR intro. One two, three. Welcome Welcome. to the holy hour. I hated that.
2: (laughs) I'm Amelia Sampson, And I'm Liz
1: Ball. We're going to crunch on some apples for a few hours. I'm going to sip my drink. I have a straw. I
2: got to jump to the sound so much.
1: Do it for real. Okay. Okay. Go. Okay. One, two, three.
2: Welcome to, to the, the holy, holy hour. hour i'm amelia Sampson, and i'm liz ball and thank you for joining us for another mass again <laughs> <laughs> if you're still here we love you we, we love, thank you we appreciate you um this we is actually, a sacred space we've recorded every single episode in the same day because mm-hmm. that's what mass is <laughs> it's just it just keeps going it's just a continuation yeah <laughs> your parents are lying when they say
1: it's an hour it's 58 minutes sometimes <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's an hour and two minutes you know you like
2: to keep you on your toes
1: <laughs> do you have any like what things have like turned you all the way off oh like you know how we mentioned like the hat thing because mm-hmm. i have a few things but i want to hear what you have to say
2: God. i know that i'm gonna start thinking of more when i hear yours but like off the top of the dome I really hate men that are rude to waiters, which I know is like a common thing that people talk about. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I hate it. Um, like <laughs> gross toenails. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Ugh. Toenails in general just gross me out. So like when like, they're
1: like yellow yeah, and, and like, like jagged and like they have like that like nail grain. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
2: the I fucking hate it. It's just so gross to me. Um. Like, sex-wise, I was thinking about this on the way over, and I don't know why. <laughs> but, like, the, the people that are listening aren't going to, like, know a face I'm making. But, like, sometimes when guys are having sex... I'll describe the face you make. They're so focused. <laughs> 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 and their jaw...
1: <laughs> Amelia's doing, like, this side lip thing. I totally know what, what you're talking about. So, like...
2: <laughs> yeah, like...
1: <laughs> like your mouth is like to the side but like their jaw is like yeah. also to the Hinge. side like
2: <laughs> I don't know why it's just like
1: why do they all make the same face I don't
2: know I don't know I don't know but then I'll notice that some guys do that not during sex when they're focusing on something else <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a it's like a universal man's focus face I don't I don't get it so that's like That'll dry me up like the Sahara,
1: like, right away. <laughs> like, can we do doggy stuff? <laughs> I want to look at your face.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, those are, like, the, those are the three the that just... The focus face. The focus face. But I know when I hear yours, I'm going to think of other ones. What are yours?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about the focus face. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my god, the focus! You're so right. I'm like focus face. <laughs> no, um, so w- would would you say the focus face is the same as the as the O face? For- oh yeah,
2: for sure. I mean, for some guys, <laughs> um, one of like one of my most recent. I can't even give any sort of identifying information about him. I'm gonna call him San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> his focus face and his coming face was work exactly the same so maybe he was super focused on coming I don't
1: know so I was thinking of specifics like specific experiences that I had okay so one of them is this guy I like had gone we just went on one date and it was like a very casual date and we started watching um like a comedian and he started saying the jokes at the same time as the comedian like he
2: had memorized it yes fucking hate that um i saw pulp fiction like really late in life <laughs> it was like the last person have you seen pulp fiction mm-hmm. i was like the last person to watch it which is ri- ridiculous but um a guy that i was watching it with was saying the lines i f- he memorized oh my god basically the entire movie and it was so fucking annoying i'm like shut the fuck
1: up also the kind of guy who memorizes pulp fiction is the worst mm-hmm. yeah. wow yeah so he was saying all of the lines that the comedian was saying and i was like I know we've both seen this, but, like, stop. And then the other one is... I don't know. Okay, so this is such a weird thing. Um, He was always chewing gum. And, like, it's not... Like, he was... He care. wasn't like smacking a whole bunch, but it made his mouth like dry. And I also hate when I can't taste someone's pheromones. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like if you've been drinking too much, then your like mouth tastes weird. Yeah. It almost tastes like milk. You know what I'm talking oh about? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that guys, milk taste. I
2: think about this all the time. Why do all guys smell like milk? <laughs> <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> he
1: needs that no, it's like what is that? Like I feel like is it when they're drinking?
2: I haven't haven't noticed. Maybe.
1: Like, I think when... um, I've noticed lately, like, if I've been drinking and the guy I'm with has been drinking, if we're, like, making out, like, I can't taste or smell their pheromones, and that's, like, a huge turn-on for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I love when I can taste and smell pheromones, but I haven't had that experience lately. And maybe it's just where I'm at in life that is making me, like, not be able to do that. But, yeah, like, we'll be drinking and then they taste like milk
2: and it's i'm like such a weird thing and then i
1: check in and i'm like does my breath smell cuz i'll brush my teeth or like whatever yeah. like and then they're like no not at all and i'm like it's like can you please also doing uh, yeah. the same <laughs> yeah i don't have an extra toothbrush but i suppose i'll let you borrow mine now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so <that's> right, <laughs> can you like go rub some toothpaste in your mouth on your gums do anything <laughs> just like Maybe. put it on your finger and like
2: brush around um i met someone that didn't think it was weird to share toothbrushes
1: Ew, yeah, I know.
2: Ew, I know, I know. They're like, well, if you're you're making out with them, but it's like that's it, it, it's going in between your teeth. That's the and nastiest your, thing. And I've your ever. gums, yeah, yeah, between your gross. teeth and your gums. Don't like it.
1: I hate that so much.
2: The comedian, um, watching the comedian, reminded me of another turnoff that I have, which is men that are bad at telling stories. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing worse to me than a man that can't tell a story. I was dating a guy who. Um, would try, he would like tee up stories like it was going to be the most interesting thing ever and he would do the whole and then I said, and then he said, and then I said and then he said, and the dialogue was not important to the story like you are providing me way too much color my guy, like <laughs> this is not like you have got to get better at telling stories and it would never reach a conclusion and then he would be done with telling the story and then he would just wait for me to react and it was a nothing story like- like- <laughs> and everyone <laughs> clapped it was just so
1: unattractive. I used to be a really bad storyteller, and my, like, uh, best friend in high school, she is so fucking funny. She's hilarious. And she is a great storyteller. So when I was telling stories, they were like that, like a nothing story. And then uh, if it was especially bad, she'd be like, did you find $20? And I'd be like, yeah, and then I found $20. And she's like, wow, that's a great story. <laughs> <I> love that. <laughs> if it's like a bad story just end it with like and then I found $100 dollars they are like wow <"Whoa! laughs> that's a great story so pro tip for anyone who's a shitty storyteller <laughs> Just tell, end it with, if no one's laughing, be like, and then everyone clapped, or, or and then I found $20. That's
2: some free advice. Yeah. <laughs> we should start charging for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds us, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> we'll probably Hopefully have we one. Hopefully we have it time. set up, yeah. Hopefully I mean, we have it. What is this going to be, Patreon. episode five? That, that's yeah. in two weeks? Yeah. We'll get it figured out. Yeah. We'll, we'll nail it down. We'll nail it down. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, and you have vodka in that too. Ooh, oh my god, a little. I felt that. I like felt uh, that in my body.
1: Whoo, I got the chills. Oh, <laughs>
2: shake it up! It's electrified. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Greece has like the worst message ever, which is just like, change yourself for a man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> which you know, Rizzo ended up getting so.
2: Thank God. I love that they had to like throw that into like the final number in the movie that like, oh by the way, I'm not pregnant, and then she just like disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> we never circled back on that storyline. And we um
1: and then the car that starts flying?
2: Yeah. Where do they go? What's their plan
1: after they take off? Fuck, we're stuck up here. They're like floating with that car that Elon Musk like launched into space.
2: What if that was Elon Musk Watched that as a child and he was like, one day, I'm going to make that. (laughs) Like, Elon, what's your number one inspiration? He's
1: like, have you seen the movie Grease? (laughs) That car that launches off into the into space (laughs) with Sandy and Danny inside.
2: Really a formative moment for me as
1: a child. Wait, is that car still floating around space?
2: The one that he has like the fake astronaut in it? It must be. It must be because you can't really get that down. (laughs) I actually don't know When I first saw that I didn't I didn't read the news like ahead of the launch I saw it after it was launched and I straight up thought That was an actual astronaut in there and I was like What's the plan You need to
1: google this (laughs) It's a Tesla right
2: I'm pretty sure it is I love that Elon Musk just does like a bunch of fuck you stuff He's like it's for science I hate
1: him so much Is the Tesla still in space (laughs) It's like one of the top (laughs) searches Elon Musk's Tesla still orbits the sun two years after SpaceX launch.
2: Orbits the sun? I guess. Oh, I guess we're orbiting the sun. The sun I, like, is it close gonna to the
1: It's going to be sun? weird to see if that, like, has some sort of, like, negative impact on...
2: <laughs> right, it, like, throws off, like, everything. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I mean, Elon Musk had to launch a Tesla into space. Now we're going to get sucked into the sun. That's so funny. He would. And he probably would know that that's what he was doing, too. <laughs> He's God. an alien. Absolutely. Like, I have no doubt in my mind.
1: I'm pretty sure my therapist is Grimes. Because <laughs> <laughs> today, when I was talking to her, she put her phone on mute because there was a baby crying. And I was like, Bitch, when did
2: you have is a that baby? Ash Archangel. That's how that's, that name is pronounced. It's Ash
1: Archangel. Yeah. Did they break up?
2: Grimes and Elon Musk. Yeah. I don't think did they. They followed each other. They did. Yeah. Snazzy. I didn't know that.
1: Can you imagine being like almost fifty and behaving like a petulant child? He
2: has like so many baby mamas too. I know. Which like honestly like the child support payments would be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I BRB. Six million dollars. I'm gonna go
1: get knocked up by Elon Musk just so I could. <laughs> make bank, walk away with a baby and and the bags. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that my friend and I were talking about that I thought was super interesting is I was, once we were talking about, like, you know, the people he has slept with Um, in general. If you are, like, having sex with a lot of people, like, what's this connection like for you? And then he was like, honestly, most of the time I'm just fucking. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I asked him, like, what would, what constitutes, like, really great sex for you then? And he's, like, the, the like, connection, like, the involvement, like, if she's, like, not just letting me take control and she has something to say and, like, wants to, like, be involved and, like, I think it's so interesting hearing both ends because both men and women are feeling like this and we're not talking about it. Yeah. So bridging this gap, like, hearing both ends of, like, women being, like, yeah, I have been taught to believe that um, I'm just here to, like, please a man. And, like, you just kind of, like, let them be in, in control when the reality is I'm, I'm sure most men also want that, like, involvement. Absolutely. They, so – I don't know, we need to, (laughs) it was just so interesting, because we're openly talking about this, and we're getting feedback from both men and women, and, like, um, just hearing, like, yeah, I, like, I don't want to just fuck someone, I, like, want it to be good, I want, like, involvement, I want to enjoy it, I want them to enjoy it, so... I think we need to get a little more comfortable with the conversations we're having with our sexual partners. Absolutely.
2: And I totally agree. And that's on conversation. Mm-hmm. But no, I was thinking about this um, where, like, I mean, I, I've i hooked up with men that are extremely selfish, but the majority of the time when I'm sleeping with, with someone, I feel respected and... But without even having to have a conversation with them about it. Like, sometimes before I start hooking up with someone, I'll, like, make it clear that, like, my pleasure is extremely important to me. And, like, I'm not just going to, like, do this just for you. Yeah. But sometimes I won't have that conversation. And and the guy will still, like, take my, like, my involvement seriously. And I don't, I think that that's, I'm surprised by it. I think also because I'm, I'm like, relatively new to the dating scene. I wasn't expecting that. But I think men are becoming a lot more woke than we give them credit for. Not Uh you and I, but, like, women in general. I think it's so easy to be, like, guys don't care. Like, we're just a body for them. But a lot of good guys, and they don't even need to be, like, good guys all the time, but if they have, like, two brain cells to rub together, they'll recognize that, like, the sex is going to be better for them if, like, their partner is also enjoying it, too. Yeah. so it really leaves me feeling so, so empty when, like, they come and then that's it. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. now I know what kind of person you are, and, like, I can, you know, not have sex with you again. Yeah. If you, if you come and you're done. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, you're the fucking worst. Yeah. Yeah, you should just get a flashlight and stop wasting women's time. Yeah, it's really <laughs> disgusting.
2: There are so many guys like that. I, like I said, I haven't run into a lot of them, but I've talked to a lot of my friends where they're just like, I just don't enjoy sex. I don't ever have a good time. And then I'm like, that is saying something about the dudes that you're choosing because mm-hmm. there are some, there are a lot of men out there that really care about how we're feeling in bed. And like, those are kings. And yep. I really do think that as. I've never had a
1: single guy who's been like, you know, if I start. Oh, actually, no, only one guy has been kind of insecure. Also, he never made me come now that I think about it. Which one? Firefighter. Mm. Um, he doesn't sound like a very good dude.
2: Was he a good guy?
1: No. I, maybe he's changed a little bit, but yeah, he guess. was not a good guy. Like he's the kind of person that I couldn't like. I couldn't use a vibrator while we had sex because he'd be threatened by my vibrator, and it's just like okay, the I need some stimulation there.
2: Like my dick is enough for you, and I'm going to be the decider of that.
1: And I think that's why he was like so insecure and like threatened by like. A clitoral stimulator. <laughs>
2: I fucking hate that. I love but when,
1: like, yeah. use a vibrator when you're having sex. It's so fun. Yeah. It feels great.
2: And if that's what I need to do to, to come, then, like, like, support me in that. Yeah. I've, sometimes I'll be having sex with a guy and they'll be, like, trying to, like, rub my clit, like, to get me there and I'll, like, take over and when they're, like, like, yeah, rub yourself, like, they'll, like, encourage that. I'm, like, fuck yeah! Like, recognizing that, like, sometimes I just need to do what I need to do to come, and if you're not, like, intimidated by that...
1: Yeah, that's your native land. You know it. I know it.
2: I'm familiar (laughs) with it.
1: Like, I'm gonna... That's my native land. I'm gonna be the captain here. Okay? (laughs) Look
2: at me. Yeah. I am the captain now. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, men, if you're listening, like... (laughs) me like us needing to take over to make sure that we have an orgasm so it's nothing about how you're doing it's just kind of it's harder for us to come it is it it is and also
1: if you come first when we're about to come oh my god can you like pump the brakes a little like Mm -hmm.
2: just like slow down but I think we need to destigmatize having these conversations before you hook up with someone too yeah I always
1: try to have me too it first me
2: too and sometimes it throws guys off that I like want to talk about it but what like what's wrong with talking about the times it. I've
1: talked to guys about like the things I like in bed before we sleep together? Um, I feel like it turns them on. Yeah, I mean it turns me on too. And so. guys
2: want to know. Good guys want to know what feels good for you. So yeah. just like I don't know, I would I would recommend having conversations before you start sleeping with someone. Sometimes it's like a one night stand, and you don't get that, and that's whatever. Like that's a one night stand. But if it's somebody that you think that you're going to want to hook up with continuously, I think having that conversation before even the first time is so much less threatening. Because if you have the conversation after you already have hooked up, it's like, oh shit, is she telling me this because I didn't do a good job the first time? Yeah. And then they get in their heads about it. This is what I've experienced. I don't know if this is the case for everyone, but if if you try to have this conversation after you've hooked up once or twice, they're like, oh fuck, like... Oh, did I do something wrong? It's like, nope, I'm just, like, want, wanting to chat about it. I'm not coming at you about anything, so. It's well, nice and everyone has different preferences, so. Yeah, not everybody's the same. Mm-hmm. One man's trash is another man's treasure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one, one woman's trash is another woman's trash. <laughs> and that's on recycling, baby. <laughs> That's on compost. That's
2: on compost.
1: <laughs> Leave that man to rot. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, men. Oh, I don't man. mean to drag you. <sighs> but, I mean, everybody totally knows James. a man who fucking sucks, so. Even yeah, men. I
2: can think of a few right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can also think of women who suck, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways.
2: <laughs> anyway.
1: Okay, yeah, let's t- let's go back. T- let's talk about the real topic okay. of adult sleepovers so i'm gonna lead with my strong hard opinion you know when you're like staying the night at a guy's house and he's like uh, i don't know you've been like drinking or like you like just like had sex or something and you're like can i get a glass of water and they get you the tiniest cup (laughs) in their entire fucking apartment
2: and they're, like, plastic cups that are all different colors, too, yeah. and you know that they, like, their mom was like, here, take these, I don't need these anymore, yeah. from when you were eight years old. <laughs> Here's this tiniest cup. Like, this is a shot of and water. And you're, like...
1: Sir, I just rode your dick. Can you
2: please give me like a big glass of water? They don't have it. They have their Nalgene, and then they have these itty bitty cups. Yeah, you know, just your options.
1: Tiny ass cups.
2: <laughs> that's so, so. That's my
1: biggest complaint. It's just like thing. guys always have like a fucking small ass cup, and yeah. you're like, oh my god. <laughs> is this
2: what you're drinking out of? I. My biggest pet peeve is. Like, I, and you can keep this in, I was dating a guy for a very, very long time, and every time, like, years, and every time I went over, he would make a point to clean his apartment every single time. Like, you don't need to impress me at this point, and you're still cleaning. So when we broke up, and I started, like, trying to date around, and I would go to a guy's house, and they wouldn't pick up after themselves, I was so offended by that, because it's like, you can't even throw shit into your closet. Yeah. Like, I went to this guy's house um and it was the first time and like he had been trying to like get after it for a while so i thought maybe he would like put in some effort into making his place look nice and it was a fucking pigsty oh it was, like, no shit all over his chair like his like he would like throw like shirts and pants and shit like on his chair and, like, his closet was so close, and he had, like, drapes over his closet, so he could have just thrown that in the closet and closed the drapes, and he didn't care enough to do that, and I was offended. I was like... I mean, yeah. Why don't you care enough to make your place look nice? I still had sex with him. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, But you were mad. just disgusted. Yeah, and I mean, like, I... We were talking about this with French Press, too, how he just, like, put shit on a chair like yeah and maybe that was strategic so you so you had to sit close to him
1: I mean his place wasn't like messy yeah it just there was stuff on that chair and I was like oh I don't know it's, uh, there's not another place for me to sit and I don't know you yet
2: like, if you're having someone over like I don't know do, were you not taught to make it a
1: little clean yeah
2: or if they don't clean their sheets before you're over it. when I um had hooked up with that it, the um <laughs> this won't take a long guy that was a one night stand so I understood why he hadn't cleaned his apartment I wasn't like well wow," well, because like he didn't expect me to be taking someone home yeah um but it was a f- it, I've never been more disgusted in someone's apartment ever it was so gross ew the whole place smelled like pizza and there was no pizza anywhere <laughs> it <laughs> was under his bed probably <laughs> just chilling in his garbage disposal oh. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but his sheets had like dandruff all over them I know and i was amelia like,
1: i'm drinking <laughs> you're so gonna make sorry. me vomit
2: i'm so sorry ew it was so disgusting crusty sheet the fact that he sleeps on that and does doesn't see anything wrong with it is unattractive
1: oh my god i bet he's a future hoarder
2: he must be and he had a very nice apartment i mean this is coming out after we recorded the episode that i talked more in depth about this so this is not news but he lived in this incredible place and did not take care of it yeah i'm like how are you gonna take care of
1: me? <laughs> you can't take care of inanimate objects.
2: Yeah, it's just unattractive. How are
1: you gonna take care of this pussy? And then right. he didn't. He, and then didn't. he didn't.
2: And he had small cups.
1: Small cup, <laughs> ladies. If he has a small cup, fucking run. Run. Get the f- get the fuck out of there.
2: I'm trying to think of like another thing that's so universal with like spending the night at a guy's house.
1: Um, Flags. so. Flag. Oh my God. Okay, so this is just gonna turn into like me critiquing uh, men's homes and decor, like, like I'm like I'm Bobby from Queer Eye. <laughs> like, so, oh uh, God. Okay, so I would say like sleepovers change th- over time. Oh yeah. You know, throughout your age. Yes. So in college, I feel like anytime I went to a guy's place, it was just like. The floor was like dirty. Sometimes it was sticky Ugh. if it had tile. Cause they always had like people over, people over. And then they always have like, they have fucking like, they have six couches. I think, have you ever noticed that? Like, yeah. guys who have roommates, they all bring a big ass couch. <laughs> yes. They have so many goddamn couches. And I'm like, and none of them match.
2: And they're all like lining the walls. Yes! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why do they have so many couches? I don't know. And they and it looks awful and tacky. Like in college, I kind of get it because mm-hmm. you're just like, yo, we need places for the boys to crash. Like, yeah. like, so they just have a fuckload of couches, and that's that's fine. I accept that. But after a certain age, it's just like you, bro. You only need like maybe two couches. Mm-hmm. You need one big couch and then one seat couch. Yeah. Yeah. And then if your place is big enough, like a couple of accent chairs. Yeah. We don't know? need
2: full, huge ass couches that can see like 10 people at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't need that. Another thing that's uh, common with college boys in their houses are black plates. Have you black noticed that? Plates. Every guy's house that I went to in college had black plates. Oh my God. And they all had like crusty eggs on them. <laughs> That yeah, because like, they're, they're all, like, comment.
1: working out, so they're only eating eating fucking eggs. <laughs> they're just egg whites.
2: I just hate the look of black plates, but every house that I went to in college had black plates. And mismatched plates. That's another thing. Even men now, like, they don't have, like, dinner sets. Yeah. And that's um. a maturity thing, and it's like, as they get older, they'll have dinner sets. But, like, me- like if you... You will have one, like, two plates that match each other. Yeah. And, like, they have a bunch of, like, their silverware sets are all different <laughs> kinds of silverware. How did,
1: I feel like that's more work than to just buy things that match. Yeah. How did you find all of these items?
2: <laughs> Acquired them over time. Yeah,
1: that none of them match. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's so confusing to me. Have you ever, like, been to a guy's house and he has a couch in the backyard?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Our backyard couch. Don't you have one? Everybody has a backyard couch.
1: <laughs> and then it's like always raining in Seattle, uh-huh. so it's just like a soggy ass, moldy ass couch so in the backyard. Gross. Why the fuck is there a couch in the backyard? What? what are you doing with that? Just throw it away.
2: Yeah, we can't oh, part with the backyard God. couch. It's a family member. <laughs> I went to a guy's house the other day who, um, his apartment was. It was a really nice apartment, but it was kind of a pigsty. Like, he hadn't he hadn't cleaned up in a long time. He still had, like, moving boxes everywhere. But then, like, while we were talking, he would be, like, organizing shit on his table. He was probably becoming self-conscious while you were there. Pro- probably. But it was such an interesting thing to watch, because I'm, like, sitting in kind of a mess, and then he's, like, trying to, like, adjust piles. So there was, like, some perfect piles, but then the house was a mess. <laughs>
1: like, you need to be apply like, that y- same y- energy. You know I can see... Everything in the apartment, <laughs> yeah, not just this not just table. Not
2: coffee table. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Flags, flags,
2: flags, flags are not, are not curtains. No, they're not decor. They're not curtains. flags are not
1: curtains. They're not decorations. No.
2: It's. There's, you,
1: do you need this flag? If you're gonna have a flag, put it in a frame and hang it up nicely.
2: It's just a weird thing. It's it's a weird string. Like every man why has do a man, flag in their Why? Name. Why? Oh, well I don't know I think, I think that they just Don't know how to decorate So they're like I'm Croatian <laughs> Stop My ex did that <laughs> He had a straight up Croatian flag Croatian men love Having Croatian flags Hold up <laughs> Also, if I walk into a guy's apartment and he has an American flag hung up, I will you're turn like, on a heel. Oh my
1: god, I gotta go. Yeah, I mean, like, I love being,
2: I love living in America, but I, I'm not that patriotic, and I feel like that like, is a red flag. Oh,
1: you're like, oh god, you have an red American flag, flag, so to
2: speak. Yeah,
1: <laughs> American flag is a red flag because you're about to get hate crimes. You need to get the fuck Seriously, out of there. Seriously, I know. I Tiny know. cups gone. Mm-hmm. American flag gone. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, I mean, any other flag, you're just kind of like. If you are in your, like, mid to late 20s, you don't need your fraternity flag hanging up. Oh, my God. You don't need it. No. Um,
2: People love, um, Sounders fans love hanging oh their, God. their Sounders flags. scarves up. Like, scarves? Yeah, like, Sounders fans, like, the super fans, all scarves. Oh, my God, wait.
1: Have you ever seen, oh, my God, like, when you go to a guy's place and they just have, like, clothing items on, hanging on nails? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah.
2: Like why? I have this jersey signed by Bobby Wagner. Like, then treat it better. Like, why are you thumbtacking just, yeah, your jersey it's just into your thumb-tacked wall? thumb-tacked to the wall. There's this is decoration now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Looks nice. <laughs> oh my god! Please,
2: please just. I I don't know what that is about. Guys, like not understanding how do, like decorations in a room work. Like, yeah, like you've
1: been in a place that is aesthetically pleasing. Yeah,
2: like. It's so, it's so difficult for them. I, I dated a guy who his entire ceiling was maps. Like, he, like, put, which, like, in theory is, like, well, like, can nobody ever decorates a ceiling, but it was such a <laughs> specific maps? thing. Yeah. Maps? Like, for what? For what? I mean, like, I don't know.
1: He like, was, he was trying to study for a geography test. Lay in bed and, yeah. like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> He's just saying all of the, the states and capitals <laughs> in his head. is right. Like, I
2: don't <laughs> know what other reason you would have for needing for that on your ceiling. Oh, my God. Wait, that reminds me. Have you ever had sex um, with somebody and had a mirror on the ceiling?
1: No. That what? That is
2: wild. It's like you're watching yourself in a porno.
1: Do you like it? Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's nice. Um, oh, my God. But if I went home with a guy and he had a mirror on his ceiling, I would be like, ugh. <laughs> that's true. Also, that's such bad feng shui.
2: <laughs> it's true also. but it's nice in in practice in theory awful i've in definitely had sex
1: i've definitely had sex in front of a mirror and I that's love that. like fucking hot because you I like love you can see the whole thing happening mm-hmm. god i remember the first time i had sex in front of a mirror he was like get up and i was like <gasps> Tell
2: me to do yeah
1: me. and then we like got in front of this mirror and um he was like i want you to Watch yourself while I fuck you. And I was like,
2: <sighs> I love that shit. Yeah. I love that shit. Oh, God. It makes me feel so hot watching myself have sex. I'm like, fuck, I look like that. Well, I and you me. can see
1: them, like, what they look like mm-hmm. in a different angle. You can see the whole thing happening. Yes.
2: I understand why people make sex tapes because, yeah. like, being able to watch yourself doing that shit is so hot. So, yeah, having a mirror there is like.
1: I don't know. The times I've seen myself in a sex tape, Sorry
2: Give <laughs> me a sex tape
1: Um Actually this is really fucked up Uh Uh I've let Shoe Record me Wow And One time He Like Didn't ask for my permission Right away
2: And he was already recording Uh huh It's super fucked up Yeah
1: He had Um He still might He has an album of like Pictures and videos of me On his computer I think he's deleted them because he. I mean, he says he did, but he's a notorious liar. So, yeah, I don't know. And
2: I hope he doesn't still have them because he's engaged now. Yeah. Yeah. Can you he's being engaged. Being his fiance now. and finding that shit.
1: Yeah, I think he. I would like to believe he's deleted it. He said that like he deleted it because he. um It feel he feels like he's objectifying me. Hmm. And that was the last time we like really talked. We haven't talked in like a year almost, but yeah i don't know man abs that's he like like um i don't know he didn't ask me right away he told me in the middle that he was recording
2: it's really fucked up because it's like my my body is not for anyone's consumption that i'm not approving it to be mm-hmm. <laughs> you know
1: i know he wouldn't ever distribute it but still
2: it's still like it's you need to permission. ask me yeah that's the thing it's like you can see it and keep it in your memory bank and if you wanna keep it <laughs> anything further than that, then like I have to sign off on it.
1: There's been a few occasions where I've been like, Do you wanna take a picture? and they're like, Can I? I'm like, Yeah, go for it. I've never done that. Look at you go. It's I might cut this out, but like if they come on me Yeah oh, and they're like Liz. Yeah <laughs> Oh, I like that. So if they pull that. out and they come on yeah. wherever on my body and they're like, Wow, Look at this art. Wow. I Jackson Pollocked all over your, your tits. tents. <laughs> so I'm like, you want to take a picture? And then Wow. Like, yeah.
2: I've never thought of doing that. I have so little it's, trust for men, though. Yeah, but,
1: you have to really trust yeah. them. Like, all of the guys I've let do that, I definitely trust them to, like, not distribute that at all.
2: Yeah,
1: good. Um, and it's one of those things, like, I trust them not to distribute it. Um, I do I do trust Shoe Man to not distribute yeah, good things. But I do think that, like, now that he's engaged, he definitely should not have no anything of me. No, so no, he probably doesn't.
2: Like, just out of fear of her finding it.
1: I mean, that's a whole other story. We'll talk about it another yeah. time. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh.
2: laughs> <laughs> uh, Quickie or marathon session? Oh
1: my god. I think a quickie. Mm -hmm. Just because a marathon, it's like, I don't know, if it goes on for a long time, you're like, this is rude. Yes,
2: it's so rude. I'm like, we don't want to have sex for two hours at a time. I think men think that we want to have sex for like hours and hours.
1: No. That shit can get painful. Yes. And then it's like, okay, if you're going to have sex for a long time, then you need to like break it up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like go back and forth between like fucking and like oral and like. hand stuff. Like switch it up if you want to do a marathon. I think I would be down for a marathon if it was like split up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But the idea of a quickie is really hot. I think so too. So it's like if you're like about to go do something it's like let's fuck real quick. Yeah. Oh I love that. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I think that's way hotter
2: I agree I'm a big fan of a quickie having sex for like a couple of hours like even if we're turned on the whole time like our like we get dry after like so much friction oh, yeah and then it starts hurting and then like sometimes I'll be having sex with a guy and it'll last for a couple of hours and I start drying up and it, they like their ego gets you've shot had sex for a couple of hours oh my god yeah it's you're a saint it's rude um, but I really think that it's just been because like, and I'll be like, are you close? And they're like, oh, I can be. And I'm like, have you been not trying to Because like, it, I think that they think that they're it's coming from a good place, <laughs> but it, it's just I can like, be. I, it's too, it is. That is too long. I don't, I'm not that in shape. And then they want to go a second round. And I'm like, we just fucked for two hours. Like, what do you mean? Like, doesn't your dick hurt? <laughs> I don't want to do it for that long. Yeah, I, I wonder don't.
1: what it's. Yeah, like wouldn't it hurt from like edging? Yeah, kind of? you
2: think? You think? I don't like foreplay.
1: <laughs> like I am—that blows my mind. I just love
2: like foreplay is my fucking favorite. People either love—I mean, the majority of people that I've talked to love foreplay. I'm—I I just want to—I ha- just want to have sex. Like if I could just skip all of the foreplay and just because by the time I'm ready to have sex, I'm like ready. ready. Yeah. <laughs> And well, so
1: then, how do you get to that point? Is it just like, uh, so is it is it like almost like a um emotional foreplay for you? Like, do you like the banter? So. And then, yeah, I think that
2: that's what it is because it's like by the time I'm like getting my clothes off and like ready to go, I really love like the spontaneity of having sex, like mm-hmm. just kind of like breaking out into song. <laughs> 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 just like we're like, can't control like ourselves. Like High School anymore.
1: Musical, but in the bedroom. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. <laughs> right. You gotta get like, your head in the game. <laughs> I like. I just love the sex where it's like we're like both like standing in the kitchen talking, and then we're just like making out, ripping each other's clothes off, and like sex happens. Like I love that kind of sex. That's just like we like can't hold ourselves back anymore. Like I love that kind of sex. Um, foreplay can be so like.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's I can sense what you're like. About it. to say, it's
2: just very like. Because so like, do you
1: want me to like, you know? I don't yeah, like sometimes that, like, it's awkward. Yeah. I so for me, I like the for me personally. <laughs> we're gonna make merch that says "For me personally." I'm so excited to wear it. For me personally, <laughs> that's like, <laughs> and it's a societal thing. <laughs> for me personally. Like is that like the white woman's version of to play devil's advocate? <laughs> I was
2: so to play devil's advocate. Fuck.
1: <laughs> well, I did hear a man say it the other day. I
2: to don't play know. devil's advocate. No, oh. for
1: me personally. No. <laughs> Anyways, um, like so, the kind of foreplay I like is I love being a tease. Mm-hmm. So like the control of being a tease, and I know I'm good at it yeah. so yeah. it's one of those things where I'm like oh this is my like you know I'm playing for the home team here yes I know exactly what I'm doing like um and I enjoy like being a tease because then you can kind of like I need this level of like back and forth I need it to be like a push and pull kind of like yeah. dynamic so if I can be like a tease during foreplay and then like um there, it kind of like evokes the same response, which is what I want, so yeah. it's just, like, a very, uh,
0: Push like, a sultry
1: dynamic, yeah. and that's, like, what I want when I'm, like, gonna have sex is, like, I want it to be, like, a back and forth. I want it to be, like, um, both of us trying to, like, dominate each other. Like, I like that, too. Yeah, yeah. so I mean. that's, like, and, you know, if you're not, if you're not, like, really, in, like, that's not what I want every time, mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, like, prefer, but it's literally... You know, sometimes, like, a guy's, like, oh, yeah, I, like, want to, like, fuck. And then you're, like, not in the mood. So mm. you're, like, eh, you're not as into it. You're not going to be the same, like, vixen yeah. that you you might be on, like, a random Wednesday or something. Yeah, so, yeah. And then that kind of can make things awkward where you're, like, uh. Meh.
2: Yeah. Okay, I guess
1: I will. You're like, yeah, I want to have sex. Uh, uh, And then I think it's just hard to kind of like, sometimes it can be difficult to get on the same page. Yes. Because sometimes you want it to be like romantic, passionate sex. And then sometimes you're like, I want my head to go through the wall. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) Who's the best kisser that you've ever kissed?
1: The best kisser I've ever kissed? And what made it so good? Amelia, I've kissed... So many people.
2: You can't like. I, one that was like super so memorable.
1: No, wow. I was the. I was a makeout whore in college. Okay, so
2: look, what about in the past like three years? Like the what?
1: past three years. Um, fuck, like it's. I feel like most people I've kissed are good kissers good you know you.
2: I do not have that experience
1: <laughs> uh like I would say more recently I've had more experiences with bad kissers
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and like that's been surprising for me I'm like oh people are bad at this mm-hmm. and I mean I like yeah I'm a makeout out whore for sure I love to make out me too and like in college I made out with tons of people <laughs> All the time, and and it came with like this weird stigma of like people being like, um, like (laughs) this is so stupid. It's it's my handle on Instagram, but I also used to have it as my name on Facebook, like Liz Ball so hard, and they'd be like, oh, like Liz Ball so hard. You're about to ball so fucking hard. Like I had this kind of like party girl reputation, and with that comes people like assuming that you're like sleeping with a lot of people. And, you know, now I'm like, who cares if I was or if I wasn't? But, I mean, at the time, like, I wasn't. I was, I, I would just be, like, I would make out with tons of people. And mm-hmm. then I would get really drunk and go home. <laughs> and sometimes they would, cut, like, guys would be like, can I come home with you? And I'd be like, well, we're not going to have sex. And they'd be like, that's fine. And then I'd be like, also, I have a twin size bed. And they're like yeah, that's okay, too, and I'd be like, you want sex, (laughs) (laughs) and then, yeah, that, there was only one guy who would, like, who tried, and I, every time I said, God, I'm having, like, PTSD now, there was one guy who, like, came home with me, even, and I would always preface it as, like, we're not gonna have sex, and I have a twin-size bed, (laughs) and he he came back with me, and, like, we're, like, spooning in my fucking twin-size bed, And he kept, like, trying to, like, go in my pants, and I was like, no, stop. Like, don't touch me. And then finally, I I think I went to go sleep on the couch because he wouldn't stop, like, trying to, like, get in my pants. So
2: fucked
1: up. It's annoying.
2: It's just fucked up. Yeah. Like, my body is not, like, for your... Like, like you don't get to decide when you get to touch me. Yeah. I get to decide when you get and to I, touch me. And I
1: don't want to make it, like, too dark, and this is probably a topic for another time, mm-hmm. because I think all of us have had an experience like that, where, like, yeah, like, I wasn't raped or, like, inappropriately touched, but, like, he did still try to, like, do things that I wasn't comfortable with, even after I had said no. Yeah. And stop. So.
2: Yes, I think that is so...
1: And I wasn't scared, I was just pissed. Yeah. Like, I already, like, I'm trying to fucking sleep and I already told you, do not touch me. Multiple times. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and they think, I think that like, there's don't try a to thought me. if they keep trying, then the, your answer is gonna change. Like, I don't care
1: how drunk you are.
2: And it's, I just don't know how somebody would be okay with hearing no so many times and then having her just give in. Like, it's not like you've convinced us otherwise, it's that we're uncomfortable. And, like, I think that, like, I've, I've recently had an experience where um, I felt pressured into sex and I said no a bunch of times. And I was just like, no, this isn't a good idea. Like, it's not a good idea. And I think, like, me saying that a bunch of times maybe made him think, like, I wanted to, but it just wasn't a good idea. When in reality, he didn't know that for sure. And, like, he, I kept saying no and he kept, like, pulling my pants down and, like, trying to, like, put his hands in my pants. And eventually I was just like, okay. Like, alright, and we ended up having sex. And, like, in the moment, like, I was turned on by the time that we had sex, but it was because he was, like, touching me a lot and, like, fingering me. And, like, after the fact, I've been thinking a lot about it, and I'm just like, that was kind of assault. Like, I said no a bunch. And in the end, I did have sex with him, but, like, it wasn't... it, It didn't feel consensual. It felt like I gave in because I was made to feel... Like, he, like, made me horny, you know, because he kept, like, I don't
1: know. And so, like... Well, and, I mean, touching someone it will, like, it's just
2: stimulation. hmm And the sex was fine. Like, it was, like, I didn't, it didn't feel... I don't know. I was having a lot of, like, cognitive dissonance about it because when I left, I knew that I had said no a bunch of times, but I still made the call to do it. And, like, it, that's a gray line. Like, was that, was I violated? yes but in the end I made the decision to do it so like and he kept saying like when I kept saying no he was like okay okay and then like when I would like when he would try it again he'd be like it's your decision if you want to leave and like he would say it in a way that was like oh where it's
1: divisive and manipulative yeah
2: and I was like well fuck like I hate that and I was pretty drunk and like he was pretty drunk and like There's just so much gray line, so many gray lines with, like, how, like, what is considered consent and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And, like, even though he was very drunk as well, like, and I wasn't, I was sober enough to consent, I still said no a ton of times. And, like, I, it's, it's tough because, like, if I were to call him out now, he'd be like, well, I told you you could leave. And I think that that was so manipulative to say that. Yeah. Because what am I supposed to do? Like, oh, okay, well, well, yeah, I
1: will. It's just like, yeah, well, it is super manipulative because it's like you, you're you saying no and then he's like, okay, well, then you can leave. Instead of like, I respect that. Let's just like Pop hang out. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing welcoming or understanding or respectful about him being like, okay, well, if you don't want to fuck, then you can leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's so, that's fucked up. It
2: is. And it took me a long time to come to the conclusion that that was fucked up. Because, like, I would say no and you'd be like, okay, okay. And then you'd start in again, like, three minutes later. And it's like, my opinion did not change. I'm giving you all of the reasons that this is a bad idea. And you're still trying. It's not like like this has become less of a bad idea in the past three minutes. Mm -hmm. You know? So I've been struggling a lot with that about, like, what, like, was this an inappropriate encounter that we had? And I think that a lot of things that women run into... Um, surrounding, like, guilt with sex is coming to the conclusion that, like, you, that, like, you acts, like, you did want to just follow through with it. I think that I felt kind of scared. Like, I felt, like, a little, like, well, I'm already making out with him here, and I'm already, like, in his hotel room, so, like, what does it say about me to, like, leave? And that's really, really messed up. Like, and that is, I think, something, like, societally that kind of, like, wait on me a little bit like well here I am like shirt off in his room like I'm giving him the indication that I want to have sex and so it's like kind of on me that I'm in this position I think a lot of women don't want to come forward when they feel like they've been assaulted because they probably feel the same way like well I made him think that I wanted to have sex so like here I am like in this position where I have to tell this guy no but like You know what I mean? Like, it's, there's so, there's so much gray area with, like, what is considered assault and what isn't. I think he didn't really have power over me, but, like, we were in his, like, big fancy hotel room, like, in the middle of Seattle, and, like, he had just, like, dropped all this money on, like, whining and dining me, and, like, then I ended up in his hotel room, and it's, like, what does it say about me to say no? And, and me talking about it now, I'm, like, well, of course I can say no. Like, it's my body. Like, it's my body and it's my choice. But when you're in those moments, I think a lot of people that hear these stories and then they're like, well, slut, like you shouldn't have said yes. It's like, no, when you're in that moment, it's so different. And you don't know how you're going to act in that moment until you're in it. And like, he kept trying to get me to spend the night. And then like, when I, when I left, um, he texts, he had called my Uber for me. And when I was in the Uber, he's like, I'm can't, I'm going to change your route and I'm going to send you back to me. And like that power of, like, him having control over where my car was going, like, felt really dirty to me, because I was That's like...
1: terrifying. You
2: already f- kind of pressured me into sex... Not kind of, you already pressured me into sex, and now you won't let me go home. Like, it, I, I felt like I had no power in the situation. Um. So once I started kind of putting two and two together, I started to be like... That, that was actually really fucked up what happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't really talked about it until now, so, like, I don't know. The, the talking about it aspect, when assault is on such a spectrum that, like, technically I wouldn't consider myself having been raped because at the end of the day, like, I was like, "All right, let's fucking do it after he had broken me down,
1: um, and... But you shouldn't have to be worn down mm -hmm. to, like, desire having sex. Yes. And, um, yeah, Amelia and I had this conversation earlier this week of, like... Or I'd written about my experiences with um, like sexual objectification and assault and like honestly assault. We we minimize our experiences as women um, if they like don't traumatize us enough, and it comes from a place of guilt of like I don't want to invalidate other women's experiences because I. Like, I'm not as in much emotional torment as they are. And we need to stop minimizing our experiences because this is rape culture. This is valid and it's important and we need to continue having these conversations about it because just because your experience didn't traumatize you as much or it might not be as... um, bad as someone else's experience it doesn't mean it's not real and it's not important because like that's how we need to continue approaching these things of being like this behavior is inappropriate yeah. even though I'm okay mm-hmm. this was still inappropriate behavior and the behavior was not okay yes like I can be resilient and rebound from it better than someone else might be able to but that does not make my experience any less valid. Yeah. And, like, it's going to continue to underline the importance of, like, um, respecting our bodies and, like, I, I don't even know how to put all of this into words. It's, it's like, just, like, hard to sum
2: up. Cause yeah.
1: It's- yeah. And it could be anything from, like, you know... <laughs> You're waiting in line at the bar and someone grabs your ass.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, you didn't ask for that. Yeah. You're just waiting in in the line. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that happened to me.
2: It happens to me all the time. Yeah. You,
1: someone just grabs your ass. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to, like, stay awake at night crying about it, but it's just like, yeah, don't fucking do that. Yes. And that's where it starts. Mm-hmm. So it's just like make sure you talk about these experiences and validate them. Don't, like, minimize your experience just because you weren't traumatized enough from it. Yeah. Like, there's a spectrum of assault. There's a spectrum of rape culture, and we need to address all of it. Mm -hmm. So.
2: Yeah. I think it's so hard to talk about, too, because so many women are, like, when people come forward, they're, like, people are so quick to find holes in the story. Like, well, you could have left, or, like, well, you were probably giving him indication that you wanted to have sex. The whole, like, what were you wearing thing. It's like, no, there's no excuse. Like, I mean, men have been sexually assaulted as well. But yeah, and then
1: they're... Like, even, like, men who are sexually assaulted, they are treated even worse. Yeah. And we need to stop that, too. It's yeah. just, like, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't matter what... Um, the intent is, what matters is how it made you feel. Yep. So, absolutely. like, even though I'm sure this guy, like, wasn't intending to make you feel a certain way, he still manipulated you yep. into feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And he might not be aware of it, but, like, right, at that- the end of the day, it's like, yeah, he might not be aware of his behavior but once it's brought to his attention, he can become aware of it, mm-hmm. and he can change that behavior. He can recognize why it was inappropriate or wrong, or how it made you feel. And like we're humans, we're not perfect. We're not going to be considering how other people are feeling all the time. Yeah. So
2: all we can do is be- like better. than You're just we doing can do your best,
1: today. and sometimes people's best fucking sucks. Yeah. And like <laughs> they're not intentionally doing it. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. that I guess that's like the most simple or like the easiest. I mean, some people know that they're fucking predators. Yeah. But in this circumstance, I, I think really that this don't guy just that
2: he thought that he was doing anything wrong. Yeah. I mean, maybe he maybe he did because like we don't know. But like how he was conducting himself was like it w- at least put me in the position. Has
1: anyone ever called him out? I wonder. Probably not. Probably
2: not. It was tough, because I think, like, I had put myself into the position to be in that position, and that was where the guilt was stemming from, and I think that he probably f- was reacting similarly, like, well, she here she is in my hotel, like, what, well, why would she be here <laughs> if she didn't want to have sex?
1: How much have you been socialized to believe that it's your fault? hmm There are so many things It's like, well, what could you have done? It's like, well... I shouldn't have to walk around being like, well, what am I wearing? Is it going to provoke someone to touch me inappropriately? It's like, no, just keep your fucking hands to yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: Ugh, God, I'm getting mad now.
2: I feel like I could, this could be like six, <laughs> This does need to
1: be its own episode. Yeah, it really of, does. Uh, of so us addressing, like, the spectrum of sexual assault and...
2: And it's really touchy because everybody has such different experiences yeah, with
1: it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're here to tell you that your feelings are valid and your experiences are valid and to not feel ashamed to talk about them just mm-hmm. because you, you don't feel like you receive, you have enough trauma from it. Like, you don't need to – you you're allowed to be resilient and be okay. Yeah. And still understand the importance and how wrong these experiences were. Yes. Um, like, and that's the thing that's crazy is, like, Every girl, and I'm sure plenty of men, have the same experience of, like, you're minding your own business and someone gropes you. Yeah. And people are laughing. hmm And, like, it's a joke. And you're like, ha-ha. And maybe even you think it's funny. But, like, at the end of the day, it's not appropriate. Yeah. It's just... And that's why I'm, like, okay, I understand when a guy is, like, may I kiss you.
2: We love consent.
1: Yeah, we love consent.
2: But I love that. Like, I...
1: It- my my guy friend I was talking to the other day, he was telling me about, like, um, a girl he's been seeing. Like, they haven't hooked up yet, um, but they were, like, out of... I think... I don't know if the party was happening at his place or something. That's the impression I'm getting. But he, like, went to bed and, like, tried to make a move and she was, like... No, I don't want to like hook up. And then he was like, "Okay." And then she like went back and like drank more and like continued like having fun. And then she came back to him and she's like, "I want I want to hook up." Nice. And he was like, "No." Oh, you wow. said no earlier. Like you've been drinking like I'm not I I, I don't want to. Huh. And then she was like, "No, I want to." And he's like, "No. You already said no earlier." Wow. I'm not going to like Good for him. given and like I think that's an experience that I don't know if other men will be put in this position but it's just like I respect him so much and like I love that he was like no you you said no earlier and just because like drinking lowers your inhibitions mm-hmm. so like him to be like yeah, you said no earlier, and you drink. You've been drinking, so like obviously your inhibitions have been lowered, yes. and like maybe now you want to, or you're yeah. saying you want to. But like he's thinking, like how is she gonna feel tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like if I do, if I do have sex with her, how is she gonna feel about it tomorrow? And like, what a good guy. I love that. Like, and I, I was when he was telling me this, I was like, this is how it should be, and I don't want to like reward like you know, what should be considered, like, basic humanitarian, yeah, <laughs> like, like it, it's, like, basic consideration, and he was like, I totally get it, and I was just like, oh my god, I am so glad that you're my fucking friend, like, yeah. but I, yeah, I think it's worth sharing that story of just, like, thinking about how the other person's gonna feel the next day Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman it's just like you need to be looking out for each other and like thinking about the other person like when it comes to having sex and not just from like a pleasure perspective but from like (laughs) a a, a consensual standpoint of like okay is this person gonna be okay happy about this tomorrow Mm mm-hmm um if you're both drunk or whatever whatever
2: the circumstance with with this the story that I told like I kept giving him reasons why it was a bad idea and I think a good guy would have recognized like what your friend said of like she probably won't feel good about this tomorrow so it's not mm-hmm. a good idea. Uh, Should we answer another question? So yeah, like you always have a um, lot. Yeah, to let's work have with? some
1: variety here. Okay. And then maybe we can like do like something fun.
2: Um do you like to be spanked?
1: <laughs> we sort of talked about this it not really (laughs) Uh, we we talked about like kink in a a different way i fucking love to be spanked (laughs) yeah but not like too much you know Uh it needs to be just right yeah
2: yeah it has to be appropriately placed
1: (laughs) (laughs) have you ever been spanked and it's like it doesn't hit right oh
2: yeah. i have a
1: flat ass so it's like they have to hit it just
2: right i don't think that men understand that (laughs) like i sometimes they're just like (laughs) sometimes they'll slap like my lower back (laughs) i have a lot of surface area for you to hit and like (laughs) the fact that you are Amelia it has a big butt it's really easy to hit your target and for whatever reason like i keep getting slapped on my lower back and i'm like if you're not in a position to spank me that's cool don't try (laughs) you don't need to be spanking me i don't know they just have to get the
1: the surface Mm mm-hmm just right mm-hmm. and i totally understand it's just like you know if you aren't everyone like every woman is gonna have a different size ass yeah and a different kind of ass mm-hmm. should we yeah let's wrap it up should we
2: call it a call it a day
1: yeah let's call it let's call it okay we need to wrap i don't know how to end this we've covered broadcast. so much
2: fucking ground today We don't know how much of it you're going to hear, but just know that before Liz edits this, we covered a lot of ground. (laughs) Um, It's like a mini therapy sometimes. Yeah, it really is. This has been therapeutic for me. I'm sure it's been therapeutic for you.
1: Once we're done recording, I'm going to talk to you. Okay.
2: All right. Well, um, thanks for for joining us. Yeah. um, Whether this is your first episode you're listening to or – this is you've listened to every single one we really appreciate your time we love it we love you um see you next hump day
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's on Uh, humping thanks for coming to another mass uh and we're gonna end it how we always end it Ah,
2: (gasps) ah, 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 ah,
1: ah, ah, should we
2: end it with asmr since we
1: oh yeah we started it with asmr